Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Forever. Dog. When your first choice is a big old bus. You turn around and boom, you end up with us. Are you ready for some sloppy seconds? Yeah, you fucking slot, you stupid little whores. Are you fucking ready for this? Hi, it's me, Meatball. And I'm Big Dipper. Welcome back to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. Okay, well, after our last <laughs> podcast, uh, we were talking to uh, Christo- Chris- Christopher Christopher Weston. Weston. Mm-hmm. Um, he gave you an open invitation to go to Leather Week with him and Palm Springs. No, 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 no. And so you went. I, I and was did already. Did you have sex with him? I did not. Okay. I was already going. Uh-huh. And I saw him at a pool party and, and I chatted with him and his uh, pup. Mm-hmm. And how was? It was great. The pool party was really overwhelming. Yeah. Why? Well, because. Too many perfect bodies. Well, not even that, just too many interesting bodies, like bodies to look at. You know what I mean? I don't know what that means. <laughs> that means. I will say, like, in an overwhelming majority, like, the bodies when you were walking around, you weren't looking at, like... Uh, Ripped hot. I guess what you would consider... Per- there were there were some bodies where I'm like, you're checking every box on my list. Uh, and then there were some bodies that weren't, but, like, the vibe was right. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there was a lot of hotness there. But the cool thing about the, the pool party was, like, they weren't necessarily, like, uh, you know, like... Uh, how do you even say it? You have no eyebrows. You look so fucking nuts. You look like a baby. Uh, <laughs> I always have to remind everybody. Like, like, they're not there. I'm an alien. Uh, I got these Sally Jesse Raphael glasses. They are the biggest ones up. I could find on the internet. <laughs> Um, but I will say it, it was sort of an interesting experience because everywhere you looked, there was something going on Sexual. and it felt like FOMO. Like you look to the right and people are like talking by the DJ booth and like the DJ is doing stuff and you look to the left and there's someone's like grilling at a barbecue and then there's a bar over there and like, um, this like fetish magazine called drummer magazine has sort of had a reemergence, and they were like selling the first issue and the cover model was there and then you like look right next to them and someone's getting their dick sucked and then at the end of the pool there are all these slings up and people are just like fucking next to the pool and where was this ccbc no it was at the canyon club oh. which is another clothing optional yeah and it was i mean the vibe was so cool but it was kind of my first experience like i've been to a sex party before yes i've been to a pool party before that had like a sexual nature yes where people like sort of disappeared into the pool house and you're like, oh, I bet they're having sex. Yes. I've even been to a houseboat party where upstairs everyone was having sex, but downstairs everyone was just hanging out. <laughs> uh, but it was interesting to see it all mixed together. And then on top of it, broad daylight. So some people were getting their dicks sunburned. Is that what you're saying? But it was just all out in the open. And so there was like a little bit of like, um, wow, this is so cool. How like awesome and freeing. And then it was a little bit like, wow, this is really overwhelming. And then I was also like, oh, maybe I want to hook up with someone. But then you sort of like see the people you want to hook up with and you're watching them sort of move around the party. And then you go like, I don't want to not hook up with you because I just watched you hook up with four people. Mm -hmm. It's not like this, the like, like, um, uh, what's the fancy word for um, being slutty? Promiscuous. It's not like the promiscuous aspect of it, but then you go like internally, you go like, well, I'm not going to feel special. Baby, it ain't about feeling special. But- <laughs> you can feel special when that dick is in his mouth and you humping on his hole. That's when you get to feel special. It ain't about feeling Anyways, special. it was a really interesting and what I'll take away from it is like that party was really overwhelming in like a FOMO sort of way. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to be over there at the fuck place. I want to be over there socializing. And then I saw a lot of people and then I internally and again, this is sort of like a nasty dumb narcissistic thing, but just full open book here I internally like I was like I saw someone I was like oh maybe I'll go over there and try to suck his dick and then someone tapped me on the shoulder and was like hey I love your music can we take a photo together and I was like well I'm not gonna do it. like it just felt like um, it, it and I know that's like 
again that feels like annoying to be but, like i got recognized but like that also happened to me at ccbc that one time and yeah. it like completely i like immediately it was the moment that i decided to get naked i like walked over to the bar to get a drink and these guys in the pool were like meatball and i was like well swimsuits going back on not gonna suck anyone's dick today right so how were you you went to minneapolis i was in columbus and then i went to minneapolis because you're what Booked. Booked. <laughs> no, it was fun. Um, Minneapolis was truly like work, 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 work. I did seven shows ah! in two days. Seven shows? Yeah, seven shows, because each one of the brunches was three shows each, and then I did two shows. What th- Salim Diom songs did you do? I did All By Myself. Um, I did To Love You More. I drove all night. Hold on, I have to I look. drove all night. That is a that story. Is a good one. Yeah. Because she's a creep in it. She's talking about how she drove all the way to his house and then crept in through his window. And then in it, she's like, is that all right? Is that okay that I did that? So, And then Whitney responds, it's not right. But it's so... I wish I could have done that. <laughs> baby, that would have been baby, fun. Baby, 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 baby. Baby. So yeah, I was just fucking exhausted. I was going... I did like three shows back to back. I went back to the hotel, washed off my makeup, put it right back on to go do the Halloween show with Raja. Uh, the original Raja, the winner. Raja, and it was fun. <laughs> oh, not Raja, O'Hara. not Raja, Raja O'Hara. D O'Hara. Yeah, Raja Davenport O'Hara. It was Raja, and that was funny because uh, I've never seen. So- we were going drink for drink, but she was drinking wine, and I was. Drinking- yeah, you can go drink for drink with her, but like she'll have like she'll the twenty win. ounce. Yeah, <laughs> and you can have a shot. She no, she was getting like full <laughs> cups of white wine, and I was getting tequila sodas. And at one point, they were like, "Oh, meatball, are you gonna drink these?" Because there was three of them lined up. Because I just like could not keep up with her at all. And then I ate a bunch of cheese curds and had the worst gas ever on the flight back. On the flight back, yep. That poor girl sitting next to me. But I also got to. <laughs> I finally unveiled my cousin it number. Okay, and so. It- was a mess. Well, you're talking about the look, right? Yeah. Okay, it was a mess. Uh, what I wanted to, I think it's a perfect opportunity to bring in our guests um, by critiquing your performance. So let me pull up a little video of Which you. Which one? Just the walk. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't see. I didn't, when I made the costume, I didn't think, oh, I should be able to see when I'm wearing this. So you you made a cousin in costume, head to toe, hair. Yes. And um, this is you walking in as cousin. The hard part about that thing is that you're on basically a rooftop that's cement tiles (laughs) and a bunch of them are broken. So when you're walking, you're kind of falling through these little holes. Don't you think that that comes with the territory being a drag queen? Not the way I do it. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I need Lux. Anyways, um, our guest today is a choreographer. A movement director. We'll get Mm. into what that is. A dancer. A performer. A leotard enthusiast. Mm. And (laughs) a big ol' otter. Please welcome to the show, Ryan Walker Page! Hi. Three first names. That's me. Do what? I get to talk about the walk? Yes. Or no? yeah, 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 yeah. Now, this is a video on Meatball's Instagram, Instagram of him just walking in this brunch. I mean, it is so sturdy that if it was <laughs> like... <laughs> it's what I would call a sturdy it's walk. It's a sturdy walk. It was definitely a heavy walk. I think that was show three of the day. Are you talking about you created the holes in the concrete? I just yes. feel like the Probably. next shot would be like the... An earthquake and you surviving, <laughs> just walking into the apocalypse oh and everyone dying. The outfit is really crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. It goes from that to a reveal to just like a bodysuit with um No, it's just cheering. They can probably hear it a little. Oh. Um it goes from that to a bodysuit that just has like little uh bowler hats for pasties with oh, hair cute. hanging off of it. And then I went into I went that my bowler hair back hat and is forth. so dumb. I know. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> I don't like doing themes. And when that, like, if the you whole gig off, was the themes. whole thing was that, like, it was an Adam's Family brunch, so I had to do Adam's Family numbers. Mm. If it were up to me and it was Halloween time, you'd be getting not Halloween numbers. What are I don't some do songs? What, I don't do I don't bullshit. Do oogie spooky. <laughs> what are some songs that have? Wait, you just oh, he's already giving us body rolling. What are some songs that have, like, Snaps in them, da na na na, because you could have then transitioned into a song that had a lot of snaps in it. I just did all songs that are the about song. hair. 
Remember that one? Yeah. That's the talking. Yeah. Over there. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Cute. The Union twins. Yeah. Do you think they were really twins? Hey Siri, were, were the, the Union, Union twins, twins really twins? twins? Let's see what she has to say. Oh. What? <laughs> she goes, what the fuck did you just say? Ryan, what's going on? Thank you for being here. Oh. Ryan, we're so excited to have you. Let's stop talking about me and start talking about you. Yeah, great. Diva. You're 6'4"? I am 6'3". You are a giant. Oh, you're 6'3". Yeah, no, am... but here's my question. Where are you okay. from? Are... Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I grew up in North Carolina. Oh. So like, backwoods. I was just there. Really? Charlotte. Charlotte. Okay, give me the hit. What was your experience like? I loved it. I absolutely yeah? loved it. It was the best time of my life. No. I go back Get the fuck out of here. Time. It was so fun. Yeah. Oh, right. This is what you were talking about. <laughs> cool. um, yeah. Yeah. How great North Carolina is. Yes. Wait. So I, I never think of you as like a gay type. Neither do I. Because oh, you're such like, a, you're like an individual. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. But you really are like an otter. Oh, that is not where I thought you were going to take this. <laughs> where did you, you really are a I didn't bottom. think this was going to go from you're so unique into you're this category. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. But I don't think you are because I feel like otters are like short and like compact. Like to me, like you're so tall. But yeah. you're a thin, hairy person. Right. Yeah. And you're yeah, very hairy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When mm-hmm. did you start getting like super hairy? Oh, like 13. I remember I was in the... I was in the dressing room of the Adidas store and I just like lifted on my armpit and there was like two little like fangs of armpit hair fangs. across. Oh <laughs> and I literally shut it down like it was an open mouth or something. I was like <gasps> <laughs> You were like, well, yeah, I was like yeah. I got hairy when I was thirteen and I remember like getting made fun of in the dressing room for being hairy. So oh, like, yeah. I would like shave my whole body. I nared my whole body. Uh, you yeah. did my whole body. And I was working as a go go dancer at do you remember Heaven? It was the only go go club in New York City that was eighteen and up. No. Well, I'm young. You can imagine what kind of like crowd that attracted, or it was Rush. It went through like a couple of different names, but uh, anyways. Do you mean an older crowd looking to look at young people? And then like NYU, eighteen-year-olds yeah. that are like, "I love you, Daddy, and thanks for the car." <laughs> like, like that. Those two folds of people, and I was a go-go dancer there. And there yes, was this yeah, 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 and but they said I had to shave my chest hair, and at that point I was like, okay. And I was a go-go dancer on Pizza Mondays. <laughs> okay, where is Pizza Mondays? Yeah. I want to go. <laughs> Wait, so when did you move to New York from North uh, Carolina? When I was 18. Were you like on school? the run from North Carolina or did you just go because you were going to school? Um, For school, but I moved in with like a 50-year-old man. I don't know how I like, left what? my parents. Wait, I like completely have... swindled my parents into this. D- was this person, were you dating this person or you just moved in with them? Kind of. He was kind of mind controlling me. What? <laughs> you you literally have some of the craziest like living situation stories. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And I feel like it's because like me. you're an optimist. I think I walk into things with big eyes without really like vetting the situation. But you are also like um, adventurous. Yes. I think you love when things are a little wild. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that idea of you being like, yeah, I'll move to New York and live with a 50 year old man. How long did you live there? Uh, five years. Five years? So Not the- with him. Oh, Not with no, him. that's what I mean. How long no, did you live there? Like, Damn, he was mind controlling. A couple you. months because I broke one of his rules. Which was. Which was uh, never bringing like someone else back to the house, which I'm like, girl, sexually you are not or non-sexually? A non-sexually. What? And Wait, he, you like, weren't even just allowed to have people no, over? No, but it was so. This was like month two because he had like precious artifacts. I mean, he's like a real. Is that better? Yeah. Yes. Oh no! Does that mean everything is no? Unusable? No, it's oh, great. Everything is great. You're doing great. We just um, want to hear your dulcet tones. Yeah. So, <laughs> I. Who That's did you bring back? God. <laughs> I know it's early and you're giving like up to the fucking like basically <laughs> panties. Yeah, but I'm like protecting. <laughs> Is someone um, here gonna hurt you? What are you protecting no, not from? Not at all. Well, you're invoking memories of him. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> it's a trauma response. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, okay, so you brought someone back to the house. Yeah, and then he found out, and he wasn't even there. Mm-mm. What did How he find did out he find from out? the doorman? I don't really remember. Uh, to be honest, this is when I was like 18 years old. There was probably like two glasses in the sink or some bullshit. Right. He I remember like, that I didn't know how and I like immediately, but I didn't have like, I had like $10 to my name. I wasn't working. I was rehearsing with him. And, but I also had friends in <laughs> some situation. I realized what the were picture you that we're creating uh, for a piece that never happened. Cool. Yeah. He was totally. like, uh, time for another rehearsal. Exactly. Uh, dance take, belt, your, please? take your pants off. Yeah. And I think I was just so like big feelings on the surface on edge triggeredness that I was just like yes I'll do that you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and so then I go back to the house and he's like packing up all my stuff and moving it into the front room well at least he packed it for you at least right (laughs) and um, then I remember like my head lurching out of my body truly that feeling and going if you leave me, I'll die. And then he goes, okay, do what you gotta do. Oh, <laughs> the trauma mom. Yeah. And oh then, my God. God. <laughs> How do you move on from Was that? Was that like your first like relationship? No. Okay. No. <laughs> no, Diva, I've been uh, at it. Been. Oh it. my God. Sit well, the first, I mean, these, yeah, but it's interesting how these things really set the template for the long term. Right. Because like the first guy, he was my roommate in boarding school and I went to like a ballet high school and like, I remember having the conversation. Walnut Creek. It sounds about right. Yeah. Totally. Um, we had like a conversation like a week into living there like hey like are you gay and i was like no 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 no. are you and, he's like, no. <laughs> and then like throughout the course of like a couple Adam of months boarding i know school. i know was, like me at art school it was just a big orgy <laughs> yeah. um but i like became we like were each other's first kiss we fucked each other for the first time we are my whole coming out process was really like mapped out on this on guy one yeah. person. Oh, uh, that must have been a lot a lot it really yeah. important but really dark too and i remember it got to the point where like, <laughs> i love listening to you talk about your trauma because you're so positive right yeah you're like, like, it was I was so, so dark, dark. <laughs> i don't even know so what happened. and you're like smiling um but it's just reminded me of this story that came up in a conversation the other day we like we used to hook up and then he was like, no, we should just like jack off together. And I was like, okay. And then like, but it would <laughs> sure. end up with me like sucking his dick. Right. And so we were like at the computer and he's like, oh, I don't have any lube. And in my mind, I was like, okay, just do it dry. But he was like, no, no, no. I have this shaving cream <laughs> in the cabinet. And so he takes, keep in mind, we're 15 years old. Okay. And so he like takes the shaving cream from his medicine cabinet. It starts checking himself off. Oh my God, and burning. I and I, no, I couldn't help myself. I go down and start sucking his dick with all the shaving cream what? on it. And I pop up and I just have like full clown face. <laughs> so ah! What is going Which, on? And I remember looking at myself in the mirror being like, who's oh the clown now? Oh my God. Have you yeah. even, had you even shaved yet? Oh, I guess 13. Yeah. I you think were big he did. Shaving. He went through puberty earlier than I did. Oh. Yeah, that's fun. So okay, so, so how many guys <laughs> have you said, "If you leave me, I'll die"? To just, just one. Just um, okay. I really keep the lid on it. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Keep it bottled up. I keep it so. bottled up <laughs> underground. So, okay, so then you you leave him, and, or he he kicked you to the curb yeah. uh, for having a social life, mm-hmm. and then you continue to like live and thrive in New York. Yeah, and it was like a light turning on in the room. You I were was like, almost oh, like, I can do it myself. That experience did not register as traumatic. It just felt like wow. <laughs> <laughs> You know, okay, so on the scale from traumatic to wow, (laughs) it really was on the wow Wow. side. And I think I am someone that, like, is attracted by people that are just like, come, come. And I'm like, my Pisces ass is just like, okay. And I, like, dive right in (laughs) and just try it out. I do want to note for all the listeners, Ryan is acting out physically. (laughs) dancing it. (laughs) Dancing through all the storytelling, which is part of the reason um, you're so great. Thank you. I wish they could see this. So, ballet boarding school, New York City. Like, what? When did you get to LA? Like, how did this happen? Um, I got to LA. 
Because you, you also went to Denver, right? I'm just, and Miami. I'm actively counteracting like the craziness of my stories with the tone of my voice. I know so you the are. crazier I get, I'm just trying to get real <laughs> calm with my voice. Um, I went to New York and then Miami and then Denver and then here. Miami was a short stint, though. That was like five months. But what didn't you doing? do a lot of like formative? So I guess my question is before we get to the geography, yeah, yeah. where did you lock in on like the dancing? Like as an adult and like as a queer person. Yeah. No, was it on it. Pizza Mondays? <laughs> yeah. Um, you were like, there's cheese bread and my ice cream. Well, it like he was at a ballet boss. school, so you wanted to dance. Yeah, but uh, my inroad was different. I'm not one of those kids that have done it since they were two. And then like that was just mapped out for them. I was like falling on my face, eating Rice Krispie treats, wearing overalls and like running around in the forest. And like my first dance <laughs> class was like, oh, how do the cricket sound on your backyard last night? like dance about it oh she was a mover (laughs) yeah mover very much that and then I think that's on my resume conceptual good mover a good good mover (laughs) y'all saw that walk (laughs) good stomper um so yeah, I like went to a school that sort of like gave you this confidence of like you can do whatever you want to do. And so I interpreted that as like, oh, I'll audition for this very rigorous conservatory uh, for ballet and dance, contemporary dance. And so I did. I'd never taken a technique class before. I go, everyone was in their beautiful dance belts, their dicks all looking huge and like perfectly cupped and I was in an inside out Grateful Dead t-shirt and long john underwear given okay. body thank you, you so you're Billy Elliot uh, yeah oh my god <laughs> you are no 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 but so I like get in on a flute because part of the audition was like choreographing your own solo and the other ones are just like a pirouette into a thing like all a they class. know is like yeah and you were like crickets crickets <laughs> And my knee is a liar, and my spine is weeping, and my hair is apologizing. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot! (laughs) Okay. Um, So I got in, accompanied by a letter that was like, you're going to be the worst person here. (laughs) Like, you're immediately on creative and body probation. They had three categories of probation. Creative body and then academic probation so you were immediately on probation before you even yeah. showed yeah. up what the fuck <laughs> do you feel like that is linked to any sort of uh, way you operate in the world now oh for sure but I also think that this gave a face to an energy that was already incubating it could have gone in any direction but it was just all this like free floating arousal and like shit that was pent up and unfinished business from my life before and then being at that school under those conditions was sort of like the framework for to go crazy. When you say life before, do you mean like your life in North Carolina or you mm. mean like your past spiritual life? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> well, oh, no. I wasn't until. Um, no, it's just my life in North Carolina. Oh, cool. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart protein plus and keto also there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long when my fridge is stocked with factor meals i'm like oh baby i don't have to think about this Mm -hmm. like It is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals? Try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter. 
broccolini, and asparagus. And Factor Meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you gotta do is heat up and savor the good stuff. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 and use code sloppysecconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppysecconds50 at factormeals.com slash sloppysecconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Cool. Oh wow, that is night and day difference. Oh, did I? Did, just oh, said. I'm sorry. I thought that was me. Did I? T- I can yeah. turn you back. No, I liked what you just said. What did you I just, turn it up? I just turned him up a little bit. Ooh. I thought it was me. I'm not going to turn myself Turn it up in my ears, too. You want some more, too? Mm. Get a little Ooh, here we are, yeah. screaming and yelling. That's fun. Oh, okay, sorry. Here you go. There we are. Ooh. Stop. And then you'll get the full scream of it. Okay, so... um. Uh, Miami, Denver. My big question is like, I see you as this like queer art maker, not mm-hmm. necessarily like dancer, dancer for hire. Like, right. I see some other people out in the world who are like, I'm trying to dance. Mm-hmm. I'm here in LA. I go to Millennium Dance. I yeah, take yeah. classes. You can catch me in the background of those like YouTube, YouTube videos. videos. I was just thinking that. And those are like so fun to watch. And like, those are people who go on to like tour with artists and like mm-hmm. do award shows and do all that stuff. And mm-hmm. But you do that without having to do that. Well, you just do it in, again, a different avenue. Yeah. It's almost like you are like an out Cider when it comes to like the LA dance stereotype, yet you're out here like filling your resume and doing a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. What is your like, what do you call yourself? Like, how do you see yourself in the, the, the like dance world out here? Mm. What do I call myself in the dance world out here? I mean, I am someone that is much more. I think movement direction fits and I realize mm-hmm. people are in the like wild wild west phase of like learning how to place that and yeah. in the scene and like understand what that means take it seriously whatever uh, well I think because when I first started seeing that you were doing movement direction I forgot what the first person was but there was like a photo shoot mm-hmm. and you were tagged as like the movement director and I was yeah. like what the fuck does that mean and then like as I scrolled through I was like oh this actor would never have physically made this choice to stand like this or make this movement and I was like that's definitely a movement that I've seen Ryan do on like his Instagram so I was just like how did they get you to like make these people move and like get these pictures to look as good as they do and like alive in the images right like what is your like how do you get on set and what do you first start doing with them like you just did flee so like what Mm -hmm. was that process like it's good. I mean, you have to like really take a read of the situation and cause there's some people that really want to play their weird, right. And like go off and then you can work more conceptually with them. Like flee. He was someone that like, okay, let me back up for actors. It's more like giving them an image or a visual or like a world to live in. Like, cause if you try to manually construct their body, then it doesn't really land as well as like, because they're what more Leaning. inside out rather than outside in. Totally, yeah. and then you just need you need to like give them the tone, and then they'll you body can tell will them your like hair acclimate. is apologizing. Your hair is apologizing. And your spine is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> your spine is well, a liar. Well, meatball, let's be real. Your spine, My is, spine a liar. is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, I'm so are your hips. Um, <laughs> Other people, Shakira's hips, they don't lie. Your don't hips, lies. 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 Um, yeah, I think the exciting part about movement direction. I'm going, going from the top of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not cutting around this. Oh, fuck. No, okay. you sound great. You Thank also you. don't need to give like a PR answer. You can no, be like, no. it's cool You've and the celebrities me. are fun. It's cool and the celebrities are fun. <laughs> Lovely gal. No, it's fun because my, I might. What do you don't... do with a celebrity that can't dance but they need to dance? Oh, it's my favorite. I don't care about, like, and this translates into dancing in general. I'm so less interested in technical yeah. moves and more interested in people, like, moving more based on, like, instinct, how you would respond if, like, something was actually coming at you and getting closer to that. And there's, right. I think there's more of an enclave of people that 
want to move that way now versus like, and it's a five and a cut, can I cut? Hey, yeah. hey, you know what I mean? But like doing stuff, I also don't want to be that person that's like, I only do what comes naturally. <laughs> like I want to learn how to like cut my teeth on this linking together movement for movement's sake right? on, on a bigger scale, um, which has been cool with like this tour with Kim and doing stuff that like Kimberly yeah, so Petras. Kimberly Petras. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of her. You just, what was the title that you had for her current tour? It's choreographer, it choreographer. But I think it like in actuality, exists somewhere between movement director and because she doesn't have dancers on this tour no so you just worked through which is so which is really wild but i've said this before i don't know if i said it on the podcast i think it's a really smart move because her career like her her star continues to rise Mm -hmm. in this really great way and by not bringing dancers with her she's like saving that moment for when she can do like the bigger pop tour that's so smart yeah because i saw her in australia play to this club that had like 300 people in it but she had sold it out three nights in a row you know so uh in melbourne and like it was just her and the dj and the crowd is dancing and singing they know everything and she's got tons of energy oh yeah and i was watching it going oh you could have two dancers flanking you and it would be this great show but she doesn't need it yet because she's not playing to audiences that don't know every single word of her songs right they're literally just there to worship her i mean it's getting close to that point though yeah Yeah. it's crazy how she's one of those people that's like been yeah, just in the last. So year and what, a half or like, so. as as a choreographer, what was it? It was like, let's do some new stuff on your body. Let's because well, yeah. it's like a new album too, right? Two, yeah, two, two new, new albums album. because she just did the Halloween album too. The set is twenty three songs. Jesus, Christ. yeah. I mean, she's giving, and it's like five outfit changes, four hair changes. Like she is not sleeping on this. You know what I mean? And I think with all these elements being introduced one at a time that were like unbeknownst to me at the top of all of this. Um, and it's information, of course, like you ask for when you're like choreographing, it's like, what are they wearing? What yeah. shoes? Are, it's really important. Right. And, but things change obviously. And, um, so I think we all had like a more lofty ambition to like, choreograph 22 numbers and then that was just sort of like right size by pursuit of like that's ridiculous (laughs) I love like let's sort of like just keep the excitement and funnel it into like some more crystallized like popping moments that will like leave freeze frames in people's minds right and like just do movement on the bridge here and then the rest of the song is free and this is the concept for this song and like things that give her which always looks better like slapping choreography on someone and them half doing it you're like girl because there's like one thing how they feel another thing how like it looks and then it's another thing the audience is so smart they see right through that luckily they love her so much that like and she's good she's great she's like finding tapping smoother movement finding her own grooves she has such a lovable sort of like banshee like 60s backup dancing vibe that is so exciting to like shift well i remember drop into i mean when i saw her and like I was so impressed. Like, I was like, she's flailing. Like, the amount of energy, she's just like throwing her arms in the oh air, like God. kicking her legs. I all love stuff. it. And then singing on top of it. I'm like, it's hard. Like, like because the thing that I saw, I don't think was choreographed at all. I assume it was just like her having a good time. Right. And so that idea that like, she's just having a good time. And when you're just having a good time, you have less control in your movement. So you're exuding almost more energy. Absolutely. So the fact that she was able to just like, kick around, jump around, flail her arms, like have a great time and keep singing the whole time was yeah. really incredible. I mean, and the voice is there. Like Girl, her voice yeah, is a great a voice. Great what do you think voice? of this video? <laughs> okay. Now this I'm is so Hillary Duff with some backup dancers. <laughs> okay, this is Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff on Good Morning America really hitting every move. There's wow, a but... lot of cutaways happening. I oh, like the hair. Oh my god. No, the... Why do you? Why is this in your brain, Meatball? Because I was just thinking about like someone who's not connected to their body at all and like yeah. hitting these moves because someone else told her to do it. But the deal is, yeah. this is more successful because she has four people and right. it's like the but unison I think of it. Sometimes if the backup dancers are like so much better, like the thing about the concert is that like her backup dancers were not better than her. They were all mm. like the same level of movement and stuff. So it like worked cohesively. Yeah. That but show when there's like a. Oh, wait. <laughs> when the background dancers are better... We're going to have to mark that. When the background dancers are better than the actual performer, 
it makes that person look worse. Hillary Duff. That's what we're talking about. Hillary Duff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you have to know how to do it. Because some some of these lead performers are not dancers, yeah, and so you have to know how to put them yeah. together. You in have the to show. like do something that works for. It's them. all about the face though and the energy because you can be so lovable while like sort of like half assing and just like clicking yeah. like halfway. You know what I mean? Click clack, click clack. But um, I mean, there's so many different types of mentalities around that. Like J Lo is like yeah. famous for like not wanting to have you like if you're a girl it's like just known information that you like don't wear makeup to your auditions with her like anything that um really yeah 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 well anything and that could possibly outshine her outshine her well, cuz that's how she got her start was outshining all the rest of the girls Honey. Honey. Totally. dancers yeah so she like knows she's how it works. she's in on the joke the call <laughs> She's yeah. in on the rules. She's in on the rules, the baby. And she knows the call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, obviously, you're out here. You're doing cool stuff with, like, music artists, like, yeah. commercial gigs. Mm-hmm. Like, you went to um, you went to Japan and did some, like, TV commercial. Like, you do these, like... Slipknot. I did, that's when I was, was working that, with Slipknot. What about the sunglasses company? Oh yeah, yeah. Was Gentle that in Monster. Japan? No. That, Where was that? That was in South Korea. Wait, oh. what did you do with Slipknot? I used to dance for them, and Slipknot we were had like dancers. Yeah, what That's they insane. like just like a prototype for the South American oh. tour, and then it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were gonna do this long music video with me and Tess, yeah. who knows who I absolutely love, and. And that it just it's crazy how many things are just sort of stillbirths you know like yeah. you work Jesus. so hard and like so yeah, much money in put sound. into stuff and then it just doesn't it doesn't happen. come across yeah I've had that like and it's always just fucks with my mind every time well it's also so hard I mean this just this is my like producer brain coming out but the logistic thing is like really challenging because sure. you constantly you're just like on the phone with people and you're like can you do this date are you available like this is the money we have you know and you like have all of these conversations and then like one one person pulls the pin out or pulls the rug out from under you and you go like oh the whole everything is a moot point like it's not happening anymore and you're right. like well I guess that was 12 hours of my life trying to put that together so let's talk about your obsession with Miss Lana, Lana Del Rey. Oh, I just, it, she really does it for me. Yeah. <laughs> really, really, really. Wait, but you, so you're currently wearing a, I always say <laughs> Lana, but you always say Lana. You oh, say I Lana. You, you say oh, Lana. Don't, don't, don't. I say Lizzie Grant. Don't do it. Don't. <gasps> don't say her dead yeah. name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she is so so fascinating to me because like I'm like, no, thinking about Lana what you are doing with right now yeah, is you're like pulling your microphone cord like it's a wig cord like it's a wig do you just, enjoy wearing wigs? I do yeah. yeah I don't think it's like my road to town anymore no but like I do enjoy it why I'm gonna you, be Mazzy Star for Halloween ooh which I'm excited about why do you <laughs> like Lana so much she doesn't dance? Um, I think it's like this it's this side by side of how she like really can run this like deep sex magic, but she is like profoundly disembodied too. Mm-hmm. Like you're just watching like emotion uncomfortably register on her face yeah. and like her sort of walk like you're walking. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is Which, that new video of her where they're the doing Godzilla. some sort of yeah, where there's three of them singing and she's supposed to be singing too, and she's just completely completely <laughs> disassociated and is like staring off oh, into space and then they like so tap brilliant. her and she's like, oh, Who's right, she right. singing with? Yeah. Is that with Miley and uh Way's Blood and Zella Day? No, now, that do was you not have Miley. an issue with the Miley Ariana Grande they did Lana dirty. They Why? did Lana dirty. She's involved in it. I like, I just think she's like so much. I, my favorite part of that video was the, uh, I think Miley in the boxing ring. Yeah. But besides but that, I thought it was the, so the bad. The song is bad. The what about Lana just, and the And they just chopped and screwed it in this way that I was just like. When I heard that it was the boggled. three of them, I was like, well, no. No. Really? Here's what we're not going to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I. Well. Who would you have no, done? No, Which Lizzo. Three? I would have put Lizzo. Lizzo. I don't I, mind Ariana. I don't mind Ariana. No, I think. But I think what happened was I think that song was in the works a year ago when they were doing the movie. Uh, and Lizzo wasn't famous enough yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. I think there was sort of like the. Right. And I don't mind Lana's. I guess Miley is the is like the sore thumb that's sticking oh, really? out for me in yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 
because it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and that, that is not her. Like, I just know that yeah, that is yeah. not who she is. You could just right. see it, that it's like such an artifice. What do you jo- enjoy? What inspires you about, um, uh, like, queer identity or faggotry? Mm. I think, like, the lawlessness of it. I like how... Um, you get, I think to, you get to wear rings. I get to wear rings, honey. Are you married? No, these are my... This one is my grandmother's ring. Oh, really? That I got resized. Yeah, I, like, don't feel dead people. I, like, don't really have a sensitive palette for like sensing <laughs> Jesus. and but I have to say like getting this ring resized and she died when I was like in third grade and she would wear this ring she wouldn't take off her rings while she would cook so like she had like she would serve me a piece of like lemon cake with like batter like just smeared across like 10 gold rings and like shakily pass her hands down I love that <laughs> yeah she's super sweet and um her name is Treva, and now I'm rocking her yes, ring. Yes, Treva. Treva. Treva Diva. And she gave Your my mom's. Your inside-out Grateful Dead shirt makes a lot more sense. Yeah, that was Treva. Treva. And she gave your mom. She gave my mom five names. Wait, what? what? Karen, Colleen, Treva, Christine, McCall. <laughs> Is that what your mom gave you three names? Legal name is that on on her birth certificate? Is that that room? Is that why she gave you three names? Your mom was like, "Pay forward." I mean, I love that, but no. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Cool, My mom wanted to name me Atticus Creek Walker Page. Oh, I love Creekwalker. Come on, Creekwalker. Creekwalker. I would love to have that's that a name great right name. now. You should yeah. turn that into your new stage name, Creekwalker. Ryan too Creekwalker. late in the game now. You think so? I think so. You're, I too, you've, you're too established. You're too Steven. established. Mm, now. Mm, mm, mm. You can't Lizzie Grant it. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. Unless you change your entire personality and aesthetic and get lip plumper. Yeah. Um, you're very good at basketball. Yeah. Well, it's because you're like six foot eight. No, I'm three. just good. Oh. <laughs> the deal is I'm good and I can sink um, all the baskets. Yeah, like I... <laughs> You'll be humble about a, lot, a things, lot of things, but, but you're basketball. good at I used to go to the Venice courts and like play with those guys. Oh. And I was definitely the worst one there, like yeah, but for sure. You were but like, it's not where's like Woody Harrelson? 100%. And um, <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Yeah, it's always been something that I loved. And I think that, like, when I started dance, I sort of foreclosed on sports. And then part of, like, sort of, like, taking the lid off that, of be like, oh, how can I knit together all these things? Sort of circles back to the queer thing. I'm like, slap it all on. You know what I mean? Do you ever want to integrate your love for basketball in, like, a concert dance piece? In probably a film piece. Oh, like the basketball break in uh, High School Musical. Exactly. Because we all, you're familiar with this. Is that, yeah. Kenny Ortega's work? Do you know Kenny Ortega? Yeah, of course. He was my hero for a while. I don't even know who that is. He did Newsies and High School Musical. Oh. But they really love to like dance and play basketball. You're welcome. I like felt that so hard (laughs) in my ears. You felt the burp in your ears? Yeah. Um, I think it's time to take a quick break. We'll oh, yeah. be right, right back. back. Enjoy these commercials. Or don't. I thought we actually got a commercial. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't ruin it for everybody. I'm sorry. No, we took a break. We all went to the bathroom. And we came back. Yeah, That's right. I walked That's around right. the block. Now it it's time for my favorite segment. Food break! This is a break where we eat food and talk about it. Oh, cool. Okay, so, oh, so you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> Oh, so you're a fan. Yeah, wow. I do. I got a, oh, cool. I do. Wait, no. so the last time the three of us ate a meal together, Aww. we were at Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Max. Saved, by the, saved to the Max. And saved. I drove to San Diego that night. Oh, <laughs> what the, f- what? For a man. Because of this boy. This guy who plays the violin. <laughs> no, he's an opera singer. Oh. He's such a sweetheart. And then Did you spent out? the night, and you were like, it was, oh, uh, right. Yeah, I like, I really <laughs> fell out of love with him that night 
after we Drive hung out, had dinner, to... and then, and then as late. it was like, yeah, it was like nine 10 or ten o'clock, we, we spoke left. on the phone a little bit after that, yeah. and I like talked to you while you were, were driving, driving, and you were like, "I think I'm going to San Diego right now." Yeah, like, that's fully insane for dick. Yeah, well, for cuddles, both. Oh wow! Oh wow! wow. So describe oh. what you see here. I'm seeing. Wait, do you have a gluten intolerance or something? Do you want some? Okay, go. Oh, I'm cool. seeing three <laughs> large croissants. How do you say it? Croissant. Croissant. Uh, one of them is striped with like red, shiny, looks like raspberry. Toilet and, paper? Like a fruit roll up. A fruit roll up almost. No, it is raspberry. Oh, I, I always know raspberry when I see it. Do one has like a melted cheese on top. Cheese and spinach. Cheese and spinach. And the other one's just plain. Correct. Because like, I don't think we appreciate... Oh, now you're taking your rings off, so you're very anti uh, grandma. Uh, Trine, oh, what's her name? Trine, Treva. Why with Diva? Treva, Diva. Sorry, I forgot. Um, Treva, my bad. <laughs> are you sure? I love that Dipper is now moving with everything he's saying because you're here. Right? You yeah. inspire it in me. Thank you. Yeah. Can we talk about that old man fucking wrist brace you're wearing? Been, Grandpa was oh my god. Sucking too much dick and using your hand at the pool. No, my I've been wor- lifting weights and seeing a trainer and um the uh arthritis is kicking i'm having some oh, issues shit. with my wrist because yes. of, i'm new to it so like the form is not yeah and uh, my right hand is dominant and so this one is stronger so my left hand i think i've been buckling under the pressure a little bit because you're doing free weights some of it is free weights yeah because mm. he's trying to work on my form Mm-mm-mm. So that's that's all. But I do think my neck is injured because this guy whose dick I was sucking, he got really forceful and it was fun. But then he like bent my neck sideways and it almost felt like a chiropractic adjustment. But then I was like, I think you're hurting me. So I had to like hit him to get him to stop. What? But then he Wait, he what, thought it was what? part of the play. What? Like it got really forceful. And then he was like holding my head on his dick, and then I tried to get my head off, and he was like really holding ow, it. Ow. Oh my god, yeah, I yeah, really yeah. don't like the sound of this. Totally. But then I was like, I, you know, you 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 go like, oh, I think I'm gonna throw up, and then you're like, oh, I guess I'm not gonna throw up because I'm not. And there was always like there were I was always able to get out of it, but I kept like pushing against him. Like now's the time, now's the time. But you know when you when you're when you get to that like physical play, there's like a safe word or like how a, are you supposed to say anything if it's dick what was your safe word? Well, the, well, we didn't really talk about it. Or there's like a tap out. <laughs> well, because it evolved into the the yeah. aggressiveness. It wasn't this is how you're gonna die, one, right? And so so then in order to get him off me, I Treva. always. Treva. <laughs> <laughs> in order in order to get him off me i really had to like i like i i had to shove shove him and sort of hit him and shove him off me oh how fuck. old was he like in his 40s okay he was violent did that he fall like back too far. yeah 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 and then he was like can i piss in your mouth i was like no yeah yeah Wait, did that end? It? I mean, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, here we go. Right. Let's eat. Okay. Some. I'll try the raspberry. No, that didn't end it. It just got a little less um, intense. So I got these because I feel oh, like we lightsaber. don't oh, ever. Oh my god! Enjoy. Oh yeah, they're very flaky. We don't ever like enjoy the simplicity of like a good butter croissant. Well, I can tell you that the raspberry is not on the outside. That's just dye. Oh, because it doesn't taste like it on the inside or on the outside. Wait, what? This moment right now. Like, this crack part on top where it's red doesn't... What are you... How are you eating this? How should I eat it? I guess fold it? That looks weird to me. <laughs> you don't want to describe? The- yeah, this is like a sugar crust. Yeah, it's not like real raspberry. It doesn't taste like raspberry right. at all. Well, drag them, Diva. Get on Yelp. Who was it? Uh, up the street. This place. <laughs> this place. Oh, my God. That's where I had breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> You came down here early and had breakfast? Well, I, at like 10.30, and then I got something quick. Oh. Go off, queen. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a problem with Starbucks's mobile orders. <laughs> Why? Because I will order it, like, I before I walked out of my house, I ordered it. So that gave them 15 minutes to make me a drink and make me, like, a little sandwich for breakfast. This is that uh, pumpkin cream nitro bullshit, isn't it? Yeah, with okay. light ice and a double shot of espresso. Because, <laughs> baby, I got a pack, honey. Uh-huh. Baby, so, that's a Trenta, honey. Baby, I'm ready to die. That's Yeah, this is as much... I drink as much as, like, a bottle of wine. Um, 
I'm cranked. <laughs> you Fully cranked. You're so, just a, baby, I'm ready to die. <laughs> I am. So, <laughs> if I'm more than like 15 minutes, it's not that far of a walk from where I live. It's like three blocks. So there's a long time for them to get ready. And I get there and nothing is ready. So what and do you do? people are walking in and ordering stuff and getting theirs before me. And I don't understand. Isn't the point of the mobile order is that I can walk in and grab it and walk out. Mm-hmm. And it said two to three minutes before it was going to be ready on the app. And it was over 30 minutes. Like, it took me... I was waiting in there. I thought I was going to be late today. Anyway, fuck your mobile order. It doesn't work unless you're ordering it 30 minutes in advance. And who has the time? And then, if it's a hot drink, you don't want it's that cold. shit sitting there. How do you feel about the cheese and spinach one? I don't like it. Oh, yeah? It just feels like um, something... That, it's just the coldness of the spinach right now with the room temperature I guess I could have gotten it heated up yeah is the raspberry your winner yeah I like it cheese and spinach is a winner yeah for me too I really like a breakfast sandwich on croissants though mm. I think that's like my having, favorite yeah I love the breakfast yeah a bacon I get cheese any time of the day is Oof, totally totally at the time of this airing, I will be back from there, but I'm going to Key West in two days. Oh, cool. And the place I'm staying apparently does a really lovely breakfast, and I'm excited. Because I love when a hotel does good breakfast, and yeah. then it's always there for you. That's all. I love Just a, bragging. I love a hotel that has um, a, like a, a restaurant in it that's open all day. Yeah. Like, not just at night. Right. Like breakfast and dinner. Because sometimes the breakfast hours, it like stops at 9 a.m. Yeah, and it like opens at like 3 a.m. Like, Who the yeah. fuck is up at 7 a.m. Totally. eating breakfast? Totally. A lot of people. No. Raw. I mean, 7 is too early to be up for anybody, I feel like. 8 o'clock is a good time to wake up. I've been getting up at 7, but lying in my bed for an hour, which I think is a bad idea. Right. I think when I wake no, up, I, I just that's... need to get out of bed. Well, I feel like sometimes it's good to like just kind of like get some lazy time in in the morning. Especially Do you rest a, a lot? Day. Do you find yourself resting? Not anymore. Yeah, I it's used so to just, bad. Like, you know me. I used to be in bed all the time or always <laughs> high. And now it's like, ugh, I have We're work and high. shit to do. Yeah. I haven't been high in so Well, last night I ate two edibles just okay. to fall asleep. Well. <laughs> Whoa. I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm ready, ready to die. That's Ryan, amazing. Yeah. Are you ready for our next segment? Yes. It's called Fuck Talk. Cool. In this segment, we tell a fun sex story, or okay. a weird one, or an awkward one, or an almost death one. Mine is my you, yeah, you got it. Yeah, your little cum stain is like almost evening out. I know, I'm getting some here too. You could just dye that. Yeah, here. that's true. I'm I I think it's gonna become really a nice calico sort of coat of I many like colors. It. Yeah, this the 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 thing here is just distracting. Don't encourage it. So once the rest of it appears, it's okay. Um, I told a story already um, about that guy hurting my neck. Oh, and then the end of it is after he fucking forced my neck down. Like, I woke up the next day and I was like, ugh, I need to go get a massage. And I was like, that's an expensive blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I gotta go. You should have fucking invoiced him. Send him a Venmo request. Yeah. <laughs> if I knew his name or had his number, I would do it. Where was this? Was it by the pool? <laughs> you know. You know me. Some alley somewhere. Oh, God. Uh, mm. Ryan, I, I was hoping you might tell the story about the, the salt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> An assault? I have to tread carefully because names and stuff. Yeah, we'll I just feel don't like say such, their name. But such a big part of it is his Instagram name and how it really lands the whole vibe. But just I, skip that I can't and say tell it. the rest of it. Okay, so I, was, I found this guy through Scruff and... Um, he was a personal trainer in West Hollywood. So immediately I was like, okay, like what's going to happen? You know what I mean? Like, what do you want with me? And, um, but I also think that a lot of people who like become like fitness is life, like have like some sort of underbelly of like, I had a big, like, I was like, there's a sobriety thing or there's something that yeah. made it be like fitness is the way I get by now. Right. You know what I mean? And so I was like, let's like go there. And so <laughs> let's <do it. laughs> turns out I was right. And uh, so we have dinner and like halfway through the dinner, he's like, oh, I'm an empath too. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, how's your chicken? Like, I don't, I just, it's like, girl, like a lot of us are sensitive and uh, you know what I mean? And that's just a different lane. And, 
So we finished the dinner and then we like start walking around West Hollywood. My car was so, had so much shit in it that I didn't want to really explain. And so he didn't drive. So I just pretend like I took an Uber and we started walking on the streets of West Hollywood. And then we go into this alleyway and we have sex. And which is so, I, this is not something I normally do. Sure. But it was so hot. And I was like, so that's there. So I'm just going to set this up differently. So why don't we not go through the whole date and why don't you come over mm-hmm. like next time? Right. You know what I mean? And so just to give context for that. I was in like a super dark <laughs> living situation. Oh, and like right. I was living in this mansion in Laurel Canyon and this like little room and the dynamics and play of the people I lived with were off the grid. It's like off the like what? grid. Like what? I really can't, yeah, talk, can't about talk about, about it, about but it, it was truly off the grid and but if you walk into that imagine this meatball this is the grid and it's, we're off. over here baby <laughs> um, but I think and, and I knew there was something off from day one but I was just sort of like parking my intuition because I was like you know what it's a thousand dollars I get right. to live in this fancy house fancy ass place I don't want to move again so yeah. shh, you know what I mean so shh, 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 I the house is stunning like just like typical and I can say that because I had absolutely nothing to do with it and like <laughs> it, like floor to ceiling glass like oh it's just crazy 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 and the whole view of the Los Angeles forest and so he comes over and that being said there's nothing that reads weird about being in there except for like it's weird how exorbitant money you are you mm-hmm. know what I mean and he comes oh, like in, his perception of you no Sorry, I should like. You explained to him that you were like, this is not my house. Meaning, like, if you to you or. (laughs) Wait, wait, what? (laughs) I'm ready to die. I'm ready to die. (laughs) Meaning, if you or you walked into that house, it wouldn't be like, oh, that's creepy. You know what I mean? It's just a beautiful house. Got it. it. um, If you had no reference for like the crazy dynamics that were happening. Exactly, exactly. That's all I was trying to say. And so he walks in with this like. And it's like full Lululemon drag and like just like coming straight from a personal training session with a scrambled look in his eye as he's walking up to the steps. And I was like, hey, like, are you okay? And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm fine. And I was like, okay. And so we walk in and we start, (laughs) we start like hooking up on the couch and we're like naked and he stops and his whole affect just dissolves and it's swapped out for him saying, I've got to tell you, I'm getting messages about this house. He's butt ass naked with a boner <laughs> giving me a full psychic reading. And oh, he picked up God. on shit that nobody knows and speaking in this language that wasn't overly dramatic. It was just like, I feel the dark entity there. There's a history of this here. Like I, this house is in beauty. Like, and we go down to my room. And at this point I was just, I think equal parts like, Oh fuck. And then like, also, also like, like, I'm going to oh marry you. I need to find Absolutely. Out <laughs> I like replace my blood with your cum. <laughs> and, um, oh my God. And so like, we go downstairs and like, I mean, he likes it so rough. So like we were, and I don't know if I super care about that. Like, I'm not like, <laughs> like that kind of queen, but yeah, but you've told me a handful of stories. We were like, yeah. And it was so rough. Yeah. Well, so I'd like I like to like throw caution it. to the wind kind of right. moment for sure Mm -hmm. and um but so we're down there and he starts talking about um like how i have to move because dark energy pulls down and the whole sort of darkness from the house is sort of gathering in my room and he said i would never normally say this but give yourself two months to leave and he made he starts standing up butt naked and starts like boner gone still boner half boner he's like (laughs) one of those dicks that like when it goes soft it stays the same size as the boner which always it's just like fascinates me it's like slapped like nutsack laid to the side like halfway down his leg like he had a huge dick yeah and um he starts like rearranging my whole room like flipping masks he's like uh uh-uh. and I was like but that's from Dreva you know? <laughs> <laughs> just like all these things he's moving and then I have this big thing of Himalayan sea salt I'm laying there on in the bed room. in my room and like he just starts throwing salt all around my room and like it was total silent so it was just the sound of salt and him being like <laughs> 
I cannot. It was crazy. And then, but I was, I just, I can't describe, but it was so real. It was so real. And like, he really confirmed all the suspicions I had of like, I need to get the fuck out of there right now. And I did. Next day, I like started looking for stuff. I broke the lease I was in with him. And I was like, wow, I, the smoke has cleared. And yeah. thank you for this like psychic That's amazing, thought though. for like guiding me. But then I called the next day and I was like, oh my God, yeah. I told him the story and I was like, yeah, this guy's throwing salt all over my room. And he goes, what are you doing now? And I go, sweeping. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh, God. God. Wait, I need to see his Instagram. I was trying to look it up. I can't remember what the, do you have a, do you have a sex story meets? Not really, but I do have like a question. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Because I've realized from like my sex stories and my sexual encounters from like hooking up on Craigslist and stuff. I don't really want to talk to these people. Uh-huh. Like when I oh, it's him. You know him. I've I've heard of him. <laughs> right. You would never guess. No. Right? There's what? not a whisper of that in his like no, online his so- presence. Wow. Okay. Well, this is this I think is a great question for Ryan because often when I talk about Ryan, when Ryan and I sort of like talk on the phone and exchange like little sex stories or whatever. Because literally like I want you to walk in the door. I want there to be a high hello. Start kissing. Close off. Oh, when yeah. we're done, please leave. But you have like you have like I would say casual or I wouldn't even say anonymous. You have casual sex, but you you learn a lot more about these people. You like go on dates with people. It's like, yeah, I feel like I can know within a heartbeat if I'm interested in yeah. actually chatting with you yeah. and sex or just the sex. Yeah. And um, it's been I, very rare. There was like a, a, maybe two or three occasions where I've like hooked up with them again or gone out with them. But like there was this one hookup in New York where the guy like would not leave my house until I like went and got dinner with him. Whoa. Like, he was like, well, let's go. And I was like, I couldn't come up with any more excuses other than just like, fine, I like, look, I got an hour of time. So I just don't Why didn't you say no? I did. I kept saying no. Oh. I kept telling him I had oh. other things to do, and it just was not working. Got it. It's one of those people that, like, you just can't get across to yeah. them. I think it was also because he was older. I don't know. But I just don't have conversations with them. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to get to know them. Like, their purpose is to be, like, a human whole. Yeah. <laughs> like just think, basically be a person. Oh that, yeah. my god. Well, I think there's a few things. I think finding someone who is also interested in that. Mhm. Who they don't want anything from you. Right. Yeah. Or paying someone. Which we all know what happened when I did that. What happened? This well, is a guy we talk came about stuff like Superman. <laughs> I'm told this Okay. I just paid for a, a hooker, but he was like, I have all these characters, and one of them was Superman, and I was like, let's do it. And then he turned out to be like really weird. Um, which Was he hot? Should have, yes, yeah. very hot. He, he, but he like, pretended to like fly in through the window, like all of that. So that was <laughs> what happened. For our listeners at home, Ryan's face is a gay full slack job. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't keep telling that story. It's like right. all I ever talk about. Right. Well, that's fine. Um, listen, we've made it to the end of the show. Wait. Oh my God. Oh, yeah, you already told me. Yeah. Okay. I did. I did have. Uh, I did suck someone's dick this weekend, and he was deaf. Yes. And you texted me, and my first response was, "What were the sounds? Were they guttural? Because, like, to me, it's like he does. It would just be like right. the most human based human sound." Okay, so I was in Palm Springs. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was during the Pride weekend, and so we we, we <laughs> cruised one another, so we didn't talk. We just sort of like, I looked at him, he looked at me, he sort of grabbed his dick, and then I like followed him around this corner, and I sucked his dick, and it was really hot, and then he was about to come, and he sort of like pushed me off, and then his face winced up, and I just thought he was being quiet, and then he like smiled at me, and sort of like gestured like to his ear, and then his mouth, and was basically communicated to me like, I'm deaf, and I was like, oh, okay, but then I didn't know, like, I know how to sign thank you. And I also know that. What a man! He was like, "I'm deaf," and you went, "Thank you." <laughs> but I smiled at him. I tried to be like, "That's cool." Like I don't like, yeah. like you. I think I don't think he was like trying to like 
say anything. I think he was just trying to be like, I'm not going to say anything to you now because I'm deaf. Right. Because like in that cruising thing, it's sort of like this silent interaction. And then you have a conversation mm-hmm. sort of like, thanks or night or that was good or whatever. But this was so funny. And I, maybe it's maybe it's insensitive and maybe it's fetishizing, but it was sort of like a new experience for me. So I found it like even hotter because it was like more unique right i was like wow that is something that's never happened before that was really cool yeah um and then i saw him the next day at a pool party and um he was was talking well (laughs) i was no that would happen to you (laughs) no i saw him the next day and he was with his friends and he was in the pool and his friend was over at the bar and they were signing to one another and i was like how like cool at a pool party yeah when from like or at a club or whatever from across the room and it's so hard to like yell and hear people and you're like leaning into someone's ear at a nightclub like screaming to them just to be able to to be able to sign listen we're just signing and you know the whole pool party is everyone (laughs) just across the pool like wow i can't tell if this conversation is really offensive i can't either i know that it definitely started with me being very offensive but like it's also just sort of observation and i don't know that it's offensive do you think it's offensive no but neither of us can really know i just don't know i just don't know i guess let us know and cancel us if we're being offensive i i mean I yeah. think what you're talking about is that you like liked the that he was having solidarity with those people and like had I, I don't know. <laughs> I was also just like, cool. You can be floating in the pool and you don't have to go like, hey, yeah, you could just order Robert, a drink from across the room. Give me a Bud Light, yeah. like screaming Instead across of the like thing. Yeah. Me being like, double tequila soda, right. Right. and everyone's like looking. He was just like, you know, basically signing in his friends. Is that Mary? Thanks for letting me know where to go. Oh, oh hi. Oh, shit. <laughs> Why is she in full drag? Oh, my God. I have no idea. Also, amazing. were you texting her? Yeah, I just told her where to go. That scared the... Okay, Mary Carey just stormed into this room in full fucking drag. Okay, we need to end. Um, wow. How cool. Thanks, Ryan, for You're being so here. You're so welcome. Oh, my <laughs> God. I thought we were about to get murdered. Really? That was I, like, so figured horrifying. it was her. You've been texting with her. But she just said... Let's see. Uh, Ryan, where can people find you on the internet? Mm, uh, mainly Instagram. Ryan Walker Page. Cool, cool. All one word. Great. And, uh... Great. Uh, Meatball? You can find me at Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter and Spiciest Meatball on Instagram. And I'm Big Dipper Jelly on I'm those still things. Shaking. <laughs> You're shaking. Uh, and make sure you follow our podcast at Sloppy Pod. Uh, we put out a new episode every Friday. And send us an email. Oh, <laughs> we have figured it out. If you do have snack recommendations, you can email us or DM us, and we'll give you a shipping address. And you can send. Oh, we have one. You can send pre-packaged like non-poisoned <laughs> don't fuck with us yeah uh, snacks I'm afraid of death right to, yeah. wait right. I, I thought you are ready to die I'm ready to die um, so just hit us up and we can figure this all out good I guess we <laughs> did it I'm still shaking it's okay <laughs> it might be the coffee and bye bye forever oh man Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball is a forever dog podcast. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Alex Sarche. Our logo art is by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. 